Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all great companies that I used as an athletic director. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to give uh, a shout out to Snap Mobile. Are you tired of spending hours and hours with fundraisers that take too much time and give you little or no return? Stop right here. Go over to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. Snapraise is hands down, the best fundraising platform out there online. We used it at our school with great success. Our coaches loved it. Our parents loved it. Most important, it actually works. Go to snapraise.com slash EDAD. You'll also find uh, other powerful tools that can help athletic directors save time, do their job better. And you're automatically entered into a $1,500 drawing on your next SnapRaise fundraiser. That's snapraise.com slash EDAD. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen. That's right, touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to showcase your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or your school's Hall of Fame. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Make sure you mention the podcast. We want to thank Gipper for their support. Go to Gipper.com. You can start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Your students are on social media, and if you're not, you're missing a great opportunity to celebrate your teams and promote your athletes. Gipper's used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. It's professional graphic design made simple. So simple, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I don't think I need to say anything more. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, and it was just great. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that help them coach our kids up to their highest level. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo to see their score boards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products today. We also want to thank Home Campus. Go to homecampus.com. They are the official um, high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an AD, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. Go to homecampus.com to get started. That's homecampus.com. 
And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. You've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes. You're really missing out. ADs already hear back from the complainers that people want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys will connect you to that group, but they'll also connect you to the 98% that supports your program. That's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They can create a custom survey that's going to let you take the pulse of those groups. Athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going up to Georgia today, and we're going to be visiting with Alana Allen. Alana is a certified athletic administrator. She's also the director of athletics at Frederick Douglass High School, and that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Alana, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Uh, as you and I were talking, we set this up a while back, so I'm glad we were finally able to get you on. Uh, as you know, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio where you were born, where you grew up. Maybe take us up through your own high school and college days, and then we'll take a break there and come back and hear more about your career. But what's the Alana Allen origin story? Well, I'm from... Uh, if you take out the T's in Atlanta, that's my name. So, <laughs> which is kind of cool. So, like I said, I was born in Atlanta. I was raised in Decatur and Stone Mountain area in the suburbs of, of Atlanta. So, um, went to Georgia State University. Um, graduated from Stone Mountain High School, then matriculated to uh, to Georgia State University, and and got my master's from Argosy University, and um, started teaching right after I graduated. Well, actually, when I in college undergrad i started a um, field of education so that's just a little bit about me well uh i'm always curious take us back to your own uh, high school days you know was it a big school small school you know what sports and activities were you involved in oh so oh my well, I think we were probably it was a fairly large school much larger than the school i'm working at now um i was involved in a lot of different things um i played softball um i ran track i played basketball all that Stone Mountain High School. Um, did a lot of stuff with student government and stuff like that while I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Looking back, uh, I always ask this question, uh, now as an athletic director, as a leader of coaches, any experiences from your own playing days that at the time you really didn't think about it, but now looking back, you can say, hey, that was an important moment. Definitely, definitely. So many. So many, um, just being a, a a coach and coming to the athletic director, just remembering my times as a as an athlete, um, just the little things, you know. Um, as an athlete, you don't really understand why coaches are doing what they're doing until you become one. Right. You know what I mean? So a lot of things I didn't really like and understand as as a student athlete, but when I became a, a AD and a coach, I definitely did some of those same things. Like for example running you know what i'm saying you coach if they play basketball running you're running all the time and i hated it as a, as an athlete um but of course you know as a coach I end up doing the same thing i ran my, my athletes to death i ran them all the time um they had to run cross country i mean it was just you know mandatory for them to do that so 
that's just one thing. And also I would say um, definitely um, patience, you know, because as an athlete, I didn't really have all the support I might not have um I wanted because my mother was a single parent and stuff like that. So working at the school I'm working at now, I have much more patience and I'm much more understanding of the stuff that my student athletes go through because I was once one of them. You know what I mean? So um, I would definitely say that that's really big patience. You know, I definitely have learned that from um, being a, a student athlete to being a, a AD and a coach. Yeah, patience is one of those, uh, you know, we could call it a tool that uh, uh, sometimes it takes a long time, a very long time for us to appreciate <laughs> that. Um, you mentioned you did your undergrad at Georgia Southern. Um, Georgia State, uh, the real GSU, Georgia State. <laughs> oh, Georgia State, Georgia State. Uh, I, I, I meant that. I was thinking about Georgia Southern. My apologies. Georgia State. What attracted you about that particular program? Well, I say with Georgia State, I mean, it was close. You know, it was close to, to my to my mom, to my family. That was one thing. I knew I wanted to stay in the city of Atlanta. And um, I thought I would have a chance to actually walk on. So I went out for the team, walked on, thought I was about to do it. And then didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Didn't happen like I, I wanted to, but things happened the way they supposed to happen. So I gained a lot of friendships, a lot of friendships. And actually, that's when I started coaching. Um, so, you know, and I've been coaching ever since then. So, um, I love Georgia State University. It's definitely taught me a lot, just being around the team, being around just the athletes and the coaches, even still to this day, um, a lot of the coaches and a lot of the um, players are still, um, my friends, even one of the players now, she's actually assistant coach at Georgia State and she's actually one of my good friends and she actually was on my staff. She actually kind of trained some of my girls, um, the second time we won a state championship. So um, her name is Fat. So she's, like I said, she's one of the coaches now at uh, at Georgia State, Coach Hardiman. Oh, that, that is so great to hear. I love it when um, we have those connections that started at one level, say coach athlete or head coach, assistant coach, and they grow into uh, a, a different kind of relationship. It's still so very rewarding. Great stuff. Thanks for sharing oh. that. <laughs> For our listeners today, uh, our guest is Alana Allen. As I said, she's a certified athletic administrator. She's the director of athletics at Frederick Douglass High School, and that's in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to take our first break, but we're coming back with more, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to give a shout-out to Snap Mobile. Um, if you're tired of doing fundraisers that take so much time, and give you very little, if any, return, you need to stop right here and go to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. SnapRaise is hands down the best online fundraising platform. We used it at my school with great success. Our coaches loved it. Our parents loved it. And here's the best part. It actually works. They even have a program where they will give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. Go to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. You're also going to find an entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. And best of all, you're automatically entered into a $1,500 drawing for your next SnapRaise fundraising. Go to snapraise.com to find out more. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. 
go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen. That's right, touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to show off your school record boards for all your teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, or simply tell more compelling stories about your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Make sure you mention the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Alana Allen. She's a CAA, and she's the Director of Athletics at Frederick Douglass, Douglass High School, and that's in Atlanta. Alana, you took us up through your college uh, days there at Georgia State. Talk a little bit about your journey after college, you know, those early teaching and coaching positions that led to you becoming an athletic director. So it's kind of kind of interesting. Um, when I was at Georgia State, I began, that's when I first started coaching. I coached at Rainbow Park Baptist Church. That was the first time I've ever coached. And I coached a 12 and under team. And I uh, had one of uh, this, this young lady, she was named Kelly Kane. She was 10 years old. She was the youngest one on my team, but she was six feet tall. And uh, we actually won um, the championship my first year coaching uh, with her on the team. Uh, and I, I mentioned her because she went on to play at Tennessee. She ended up playing in the WNBA um, and all that good stuff. Won state championships in high school as well. So um, from Rainbow Park, I ended up going um, back to Stone Mountain. So I graduated from college, ended up getting a job at Stone Mountain High School. Didn't really think or had a plan really to go coach or really even teach. But I was subbing. I was substitute teacher while I was at Georgia State. And I subbed at my alma mater, Stormont High School. And so once I graduated, the principal called and he literally said, what's up? What you going to do? So I'm like, wow, I don't know. He said, you need to be a teacher. My mom's a teacher. My aunt's a teacher. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. My first day there at Stormont, I said, my basketball coach came to me and said, hey, I have a spot for you. I want you to help me with softball and I want you to help me with basketball. And so I was like, okay. So at that point, I was the JV basketball coach, and I was his assistant. Um, gained so much knowledge from, from Coach LaBerry at Stone Mountain High School. I mean, so much. He was a state champion. He was undefeated in 97. Um, I graduated in 96. So it was a year before that. But um, just learning so much from him helped me out so much. So I, then I left Stone Mountain, ended up going to Atlanta Public Schools, went to a middle school, started teaching at the middle school, Atlanta Public Schools. Wasn't really going to coach, but I went to um, one of the practices and I saw two girls in there. I think they had one basketball. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Like, this is this is a sport that I love and, and there's nobody here. And this school in particular at Harper Archer Middle School was is in, in the inner city. Kind of, you know, it was kind of rough. And I knew that athletics could help change a lot that was going on over there. And so I ended up coaching. Um, basketball there, coach track there as well, and coach softball. And then maybe a couple of years later, I ended up being the athletic director at Harper Archer. And uh, we ended up winning two um, middle school championships in basketball while I was there as well. So then um, the feeder school, Douglas High School, Frederick Douglas High School at the time, the coach reached out to me and said, hey, we need you on my, I need you on my staff. So I'm like, okay, do I want to coach high school? I didn't really know. So then I was like, okay, I'll meet with her. I met with her. 
Ended up getting on her staff. Was on her staff for a few years. She left. Another coach came in. I remained on her staff. The net coach left. A lot of stuff went on. That's the coach left as well. And then I ended up getting the job at Douglas High School, Frederick Douglas High School as the head girls basketball coach. When I did get the job, I already knew that I wanted to be the athletic director. I knew that from, from the jump. Not that I athletic director at the time I wasn't doing what he's supposed to do, but I just knew coming from Harper Archer and hearing the stuff that kids would say, you know, how they weren't really proud of their feet of school like they should have been. And it just got me. I was like, why aren't you proud to be, you know, to be an Astro? You know what I mean? Everybody wants to go to these other schools. So I knew that I might have, I was hoping I would have the tools to to fix that, right? And so um, make a long story short, I ended up coaching here um, for a few years or what have you. We won back-to-back state championships. I coached track. We won a four-by-four um, state champ- championship. As well, um, we took the volleyball team to the state tournament for the first time in school history. So, you know, I've been blessed. And, and you know, Douglas High School is, is different because the alumni help so much. And each of the staffs that, you know, from the teams that I coach always had an alumni on my staff. And they brought just so much, I mean, everything they brought from just the knowledge, just the history of the school, the spirit, the energy, all that kind of stuff. So like I said, you know, this has been a, a, a great, it's been a long journey, tough journey, but it's, it's been great being here at Frederick Douglass High School and just being successful. But like I said, that, that's attributed to the alumni and just the work of my, my staff and my athletes. You know, um, I, I remember now how we connected. I saw your profile and the state championships just kind of jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and thanks for sharing that journey. Uh, uh, very, very, very cool. Um, obviously, when you win a state championship, you know, there's some talent there. You also alluded to the impact that, you know, the alumni, the coaches have had, and you certainly are bringing something to the table. But there's a lot of teams out there that have great talent. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a, a lot of teams that, let's say, should win, mm-hmm. you know, under your direction, Douglas has quite a few. Is there <laughs> anything? And I, I know coaches hate this. I always hated it as a, as a coach after we had a, a great season. <laughs> you know, is there one thing that you can put your finger on? Why did you win a state championship that year? Or why have you won all of those state championships? Is there one thing that you haven't mentioned yet that from your perspective you think was a key component? I was definitely more than one thing, but I would say one one thing that I can mention is um just showing my athletes love. I think that and my coaches, how much I appreciate them. You know, when they do something right, I make sure I reward them. Um, even as an athletic director, like before this this interview here, this meeting here, I just came from Chick-fil-A. And so I bought, you know, my student athletes of the month, Chick-fil-A. That's what we reward them. And they feel so good. You know what I mean? Like, wow, I got Chick-fil-A. So the other students are like, dang, I want Chick-fil-A. Well, you got to be the athlete and you got to handle your business. So I think, you know, just showing just, just my, my team or my athletes how much I love them and how much I appreciate them sacrificing. You know, I, I think that was really, really big. And also playing a very tough schedule. <laughs> that definitely helped as well because we're not afraid of competition. And it was just seeing 
you know, whether these young ladies were going to compete or whether they were going to bow down to, to the McEachins and to the Southwest Cavs and stuff like that. But the main thing for me is just showing um, my students and my staff how much I appreciate them. And uh, that's one thing my mama have told me, you know, they're going to show you how much they know once they know how much you care. And I just think that that's profound. No, absolutely. Um, and again, the the love component, I don't think you can overemphasize mm-hmm. how much of a factor that has. And uh, talking about Chick-fil-A at my school, uh, we were just, you know, down the road a little bit in Tallahassee. Uh, one of our parents owned uh, a couple of Chick-fil-A franchises and he would give me those little uh, plastic cards. It was either yes. a free sandwich <laughs> or uh, yeah. nuggets. I mean, he'd give me a thousand of them and mm-hmm. we'd give them to players of the week. We'd use them yeah. at uh, halftime for uh, free throw contests and things. We were literally on a Chick-fil-A economy at our school. You know, the kids <laughs> would come by my office. Hey, coach, I, I missed lunch. Can I have a Chick-fil-A car? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ADs and coaches uh, reach out to the Chick-fil-A uh, franchises in your town. Uh, they are they're just waiting to help you out. Good stuff. Um, we're going to take a break, but I want to remind everyone, our guest today is Alana Allen. She's a certified athletic administrator. She's the director of athletics at Frederick Douglass High School in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to take that break, but we're coming back with more. So stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for the podcast. Um, It's also your opportunity to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Go to Gipper.com. Their team is going to help you celebrate your athletes and promote your teams using their graphics platform. It's used and trusted by over 3,000 ADs across the country. That's high school and college. And as I mentioned, it's professional graphic design made simple. It's so simple, even I can use it. Your kids and your parents, your fans, they're on social media. And if you're not promoting your teams and all the great things that you do, you're really missing out on an opportunity. Go to Gipper.com, mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to HometownTicketing.com. Their team is going to show you how to set up and sell tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for things like school plays, concerts, school dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every school is assigned a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide you hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more. And we want to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that helped them coach our kids up to their highest level. At Huddle, we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. Huddle is awesome. Huddle, we have a huddle camera in our gym. The coaches have a huddle cameras when they go to different places to play football games. Huddle helped me so much as a head coach. 
I mean, so much for my athletes to go ahead and do their highlights. We'll break down the film, whether it's at practice, whether it's the games. But the, the thing that I like the most is the fact that the kids can make their own highlights. You don't have to go and spend tons of money somewhere else or somebody else to make the highlights. They can make it themselves. And they can, you know, once they do that, then I can send it out to coaches. But Huddle has been a savior <laughs> for sure for, for my school district and, and for me um, at Frederick Douglass High School for sure. Well, I, I love to hear those stories. And I, again, as an old school football coach, I remember, you know, making those highlight tapes, you know, VHS and, and mm -hmm. tape in, tape out. Uh, and you're <laughs> absolutely right. You know, that that's one great feature. But, you know, you also mentioned the coaches. Uh, when we became a huddle school, I, I was a little bit concerned uh Will the volleyball coach like it? Will the basketball mm -hmm. coaches like it? Sock. And they they just loved it. And we've got the cameras in our gym. We've got the cameras on our field. And, you know, I will see the coaches during practice. You know, they've got their cell phone out and they're programming, they're recording practice or they're mm -hmm. you know, scheduling the next game. So you're, you're, you're right. It is a, a game changer. Thanks for sharing yes. that. Mm -hmm. Um, Alana, we, um, uh, or I mentioned that, you know, you are a, a CAA and that doesn't happen by accident. So if you could share with our listeners, because I think it's important for our younger ADs, our newer ADs to hear the journey that we all take with our state association and with the NIAAA. So share a little bit about how did you first get involved at the state level? Well, first, when I was a middle school AD, I started going to conferences, GADA conferences, and um, that's how I first learned about it. And then when I became a high school AD, uh, our district does a great job of just, you know, um, making sure that we do get these types of certifications and that we go to these conferences. Um, they actually pay for us to go to these conferences. So my district is is very supportive of our growth as as um, administrators. And so uh, what, what I did was when we go to these conferences, we'll take the classes. You know, we'll take the class and the classes weren't just for me to get the certification. It was really for me to to really to learn how to do my job. And you're around other ADs who are teaching the courses, who are in the classes with you, and they're giving feedback and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's very informative. And these conferences that, that we go to, whether it's NIAAA conferences or GADA conferences, you're meeting so many people, especially NIAAA. Because you mean, I mean, I met people from Canada from all over the world, you know, that just gives us their their best practices and things that they do to help their schools. So, um, like I said, you know, my school district does a fantastic job of just ensuring that, you know, we get the professional development we need to, um, to learn more about our jobs and to make sure we get these certifications as well. You know, looking back at uh, the LTI courses that you, uh, again, they were required courses mm -hmm. uh, for your CAA, which ones, if any, stick out for you as, you know, wow, that, that's really cool information or wow, I, I didn't realize that, you know, as an athletic director, uh, any of the courses stick out? I remember one in particular was was when we, it was about having um, the hard and tough conversations with with our coaches um because that's something that I I had to get better at doing you know what I mean and so I just remember that course of course the law courses because you need to make sure that you're following the rules and you know all the laws and stuff like that 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 would probably one law they'll probably be number one to be honest 
but the next one be just having those tough conversations. And so one of those courses, I, I can't remember the name of the exact course, but I know they talk so much about just how to effectively handle and have these tough um, conversations with your coaches just to better, you know, your whole um, athletic program. You know, I, I wouldn't be doing my job as a longtime member of the certification committee uh, if I didn't ask, okay, uh, are you working towards your CMAA and assuming you are, you know, have you thought about uh, what your project might be? I haven't really thought about what my project might be yet, but I've already taken, I think I might have like two courses left to take. So I'm almost at that point um, of that, but I haven't really thought about that yet. I know me and a couple of other ADs, we were talking about it the other day, but I haven't really decided yet on what exactly I'm going to do. You got some ideas? <laughs> well, this, this is what we tell ADs all the time. You and anybody who's listening, you are already doing something at your school. Maybe it's with kids or coaches or facilities or parents, organization. You're already doing something that would make a great project. So what are you passionate about? What do you think your school does really well? Or what are you trying to work on to do even better? Something that you're doing and something that you're passionate about, those always make the best CMA projects. Yeah. Uh, you and I can talk more after uh, the episode, but also uh, listeners go to the NIAAA website, uh, click on the certification dropdown. They have tons of categories. They have actual real life CMA examples of um, projects that ADs have done. Um, if you're listening in Georgia or any other state, you have a state coordinator in your state for certification. Uh, reach out to them. They can give you some direction or you can always reach out to me. Uh, but uh, the best projects are always the ones that are most meaningful to you uh -huh. and your school. So there you go. Does that give you any idea? Yes, definitely. My head is just spinning right now <laughs> for uh <-huh>. sure. <laughs> Well, we're going to go and take another break, uh, but uh, we're going to be back with Alana Allen, CAA and uh, Athletic Director at Frederick Douglass High School. So uh, let's take that break here from our sponsors, but uh, we're coming back with more on the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director was our sideline interactive indoor score table. Of course, we used it for home games, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile. Their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products today. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thank you to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, uh, coach tracking, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And you're going to love it, too. Go to homecampus.com to get started. That's homecampus.com. Com. Shout out to Snap Race. Snap Race has helped us out 
so much. First of all, when they come, they feed you lunch, they feed you breakfast, whatever they want to do. They have everybody in. And so my football staff, my softball, track, basketball, we even have a band and actually our drama department involved in it as well. And I know our football program raised over $10,000 and snap raise is the easiest thing to do because the only thing you need is email addresses. That's it. It's no work. You don't have to collect any money. You're not touching anything. It is the by far the easiest fundraiser ever. And they're super supportive. They give you different ways, you know, different strategies, and they reward you as well. So like I said, Snap, that's the easiest and definitely by far the best fundraiser I know I've been a part of. I appreciate you giving that uh, that shout out. And I echo that 100%. Um, as an athletic director, you knew what was going on, but you didn't have to be involved at all. And the, the other group that really liked it was our business office. Uh, the SNAP people communicated with them. And you're right, it's a clean transfer of funds. Um, it, very good. Coaches, ADs, if you're looking for that fundraiser, SNAP raises the way to go. Um, speaking of best practices, that's one of the things we try to do with this podcast. So Alana, I'm going to put you on the spot another time. What are some things that you do at your school? Uh, and again, these might be initiatives that you created, or maybe it's something that's been going on for a long time. What are some best practices that you can share with our listeners? Well, a few things. So one is, um, one thing that we established, um, last year, was a student athlete um, athletic council. And, and um, one thing that I realized is that we as adults, we were having so much input on um, athletics and we already kind of had our experience as athletes. And so I wanted to hear back from my students just to hear you know, the things that they wanted to see, some of the things they wanted to do. So we have a very diverse council where we have from tennis players to golf players to swimmers, football, basketball, rifle cheers, very, very, very diverse. And then we all just sit, I have a group of 15 student athletes and we sit, we have lunch and we just talk about, you know, some of the things they want to see. And I actually have one of my assistant coaches, he actually uh, have him run it because I didn't really want to run it all the way because I didn't want them to not, you know, want to share things with me because I'm an athletic director. Um, so I actually have him run it. I'm in the first few meetings or what have you. But that's been um, big for us because, like I said, they're telling us what they want for their experience. Because I know when I went to a, um, a, a shadow, the AD at Georgia Tech, uh, one of our assistant ADs had a shadowing. Then when I was a middle school AD, and one of the things he shared with me was he said one thing he always asked his athletes at Georgia Tech was, how do you feel about playing football or whatever sport for Georgia Tech. And so I thought about it. I still think about that to this day is how do you feel about being an Astro? How do you feel about playing basketball, football, baseball here at Frederick Douglass High School? Because that is so important, especially in the inner city, because this can save them. You know what I mean? So that's one thing. Another thing that we do here at Frederick Douglass, and I started this a couple of years ago, we have a room that's called the no excuse room. And I, this is an office space. And I saw it, I'm like, I, we can do something with this room. Because so many times our athletes come up with excuses on why they can't be successful. I don't have a pencil to do my work. I don't have a pen, I don't have paper. 
I don't have shoes to go to practice today. I don't have the white shirt that the football coach, basketball coach is telling me I need to wear to come out for the team. I don't have black shorts. I don't have a jacket. It's cold outside. I don't have food at the house. This is real, real, real in, in where I work at, right? And so we have a room now. We have a room where it's coats, it's pencil, it's paper. It's anything that you can think of that you can make, say, make an excuse for why you're not being successful is in that room. And so I think those two things were really big for us because, like I said, we're, we're not with excuses because it's so easy to have these excuses. You know what I mean? So this room in particular, they can go in the room anytime. It's, we have a deep freezer in there. We have a refrigerator. If they want to take some food home, we have non-perishable items. We have coats when it gets cold. Like I said, we have shoes. We have so many people donated shoes in there because a lot of times the kids are going going to practice with their school shoes, right? So parents are wear school shoes outside, right? So we have all these different types of shoes, whether it's cleats, whether it's basketball shoes, running shoes, whatever they can put on, they can keep or what have you so they can be successful out on the field or the court. So here at Frederick Douglass, we're not about excuses. You know, we're going to be successful by any means necessary. And one of our mottos is we all we got. And that's true. You know what I mean? So we're going to have each other's back. And like I said, my coaching staff, they do a great job, a really great job of just ensuring that, you know, our student athletes are equipped uh, with the necessary tools, as well as my administrator having a, I mean, a great administrator staff definitely helps for sure. Boy, th those are some really great ideas. And we should have done this earlier. We'll do it at the very end of the podcast, too. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out and add you to their network or just find out more about how you do things at Frederick Douglass, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? They can e email me is the easiest. That's the easiest because sometimes I'm always running, so I'm not always by my phone. But my email address is AAA, so it's three A's, at APSK12.org. So once again, it's A-A-A-L-L-E-N at apsk 12 Org. And I don't mind definitely sharing some of our best practices and, and things that we do um, to help our athletes, because now, like, our athletic program is shining, like it's shining so bright right now. Like God has definitely been good and definitely has blessed us. So um, I can help out however, you know, need it. Definitely. Oh, I appreciate you doing that. And for our NIAAA members, uh, Alana's information is also shown on the NIAAA membership portal so you can check it out there uh lana this has been really cool i really appreciate you spending some time with us i know you're incredibly busy but we're not done yet uh we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox now you know you're no stranger to success in the world of athletics but we're gonna take our final break and when we come back i'm gonna challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job and i'm only gonna let you put three items in their toolbox. So let's take that break here from athletic surveys, and then we'll see what uh, Alana Allen is going to put into her new athletic director toolbox. We'll be right back. We want to say thank you to athletic surveys for sponsoring the athletic director toolbox segment. Athletic surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Now, athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. Athletic surveys will connect you with 
the complainers, but they'll also connect you with the 98% that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or even your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Alana Allen. She is a certified athletic administrator and the director of athletics at Frederick Douglass High School in Atlanta, also a multi-state championship uh, winning coach. Uh, it's got a tremendous background in athletics, but right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new AD, but I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So Alana, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Well, one of them is uh, to get a team and the team could just be one other person just to help you because you cannot do this alone. What I mean by that is just, you know, to hold you accountable to say, hey, don't, don't make sure you do this, make sure you do that. If you can't be somewhere, then they can be because you cannot do this by yourself. All right. So that's one thing. Make sure you have a team of somebody or people that you really, really trust. And it's very, very reliable because that definitely has helped me. Another thing is to establish a great relationship with your administrative team, um, especially your principal, um, because those are the ones who, you know, write the checks and and they really have the, the say so at the end of the day. So definitely having a good relationship with them and um, just make sure you have monthly meetings, make sure you have monthly meetings and, you know, uh, with your administrator, just to, so they know what's going on, and they, you know they know the expectation, and you know the expectation of them as well. Um, a, another thing I would say is, like I said, I have that student athlete advisory council. I think just getting input from from your student athletes is crucial because those are the ones that are participating. So if you find whether you have a committee or you know fifteen, three, five, whatever. Just getting the input um, from your athletes is very, very important as well. Also, I mean, the main thing with being an athletic director is, is definitely organization. Definitely organization. In my office, I do have a whiteboard. I have calendars everywhere. I got stuff, stuff everywhere just to remind me, okay, I have a game here. I have a calendar in my office, in the hallway, just so I can remember on my phone. Um of course, I have a, a binder with, with stuff in it just so I can remember. So it's just not in my brain because my brain will explode. So you have to have stuff stuff written down, you know, whatever. But like I said, make sure you have a team, having people, you know, that, that that's with you that'll hold you accountable. Because, you know, even if you're the, the, a, the AD, you're not, you cannot do this by yourself. There's no way you can be successful um, trying to do this by yourself. So another thing, too. Oh, you said three, but uh, time management, time management, you know, that's something I'm still working on. But that is so important because many times you might sit in front of the computer and you're there all day, all day. And you haven't even looked at your facility to make sure that stuff is right. You never reached out to your coaches to make sure they're good or your athletes because you're in front of the computer all day doing paperwork. So I would definitely say, you know, time management um, figuring out a way you can write it down, say, okay, this part of the day, um, you know, like now 
I'm better at it. I come on my office. The first thing I do, I check my emails. Then I get up. I check it. I'm responding to emails maybe for an hour or so. And I get up and I walk around my campus to make sure everything is straight. Talk to my coaches. Did that. It helps me move because you got to move, too, because we sit down. All the day. It's not healthy either. <laughs> and so I come back to my office. I might do a little bit more paperwork, answer some phone calls. And then after that, school might be about to be over. Then you have practices. We have games. You can't go to every game. You can't go to every practice. So we, you have to write it down and say, okay, this day I'm going to flag football. I might not be able to go to the softball game today, but I'm going to be a flag football because I already wrote it down and it's on my calendar, that's on my schedule. So though I know there's like five or six things, but that definitely needs to go into the athletic director's toolbox. Well, you're right. You squeezed in a few extras, but they are all going to go into uh, our toolbox. Uh, and again, these ideas are going to come out in that third edition book, uh, which is going to be available right after Thanksgiving. Um, Alana, thanks so much for sharing. Again, I love the tools, you know, the, the listening, uh, the student athlete, um, leadership, uh, meet with your coaches, uh, you know, being organized, all great, great tools. If one of our listeners wants to reach out and connect with you, find out more, what's the best way they can get a hold of Alana Allen? I said, just definitely email me A A A L L E N at APSK12.org. Alana Allen, Frederick Douglass High School. Thanks so much for sharing Thank with you. us today and all the best moving forward. Thank you. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your, your help as well. Definitely. Thank you very much. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot for, I think, a fifth time. Are you going to be coming down to Orlando for the national conference? Oh, for sure. For sure. Are you going to be there? Absolutely. Oh, you I and I are going to connect. To all right. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> all right. Thanks again. For our listeners, uh, thank you for tuning in. And we also upload the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Come back uh, next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Come on.